Welcome listeners to today's episode of Public Service Psychology Now. I'm your host, Dr. Tanisha Blue, and we are here with Dr. Tiffany Fennell, the 2021-2022 Division 18 president. She's here to provide us with some updates on Division 18 events. Thank you and welcome, Dr. Fennell. Thank you, Dr. Blue. Really appreciate um, the time that I can give people updates on what we're doing in Division 18. Um, So thank you for letting me be a guest today. Um, And I know this episode is going to come out after Psychology Week, but just wanted to say happy Psychology Week. Uh, That's when we're recording this. And I just want to say how proud I am of the incredible work that you all do I've had the privilege of getting to know more of my colleagues working in public service over the past few years, and I'm just so impressed. You all work so hard, often you're not recognized, and you do it all while navigating many barriers along the way, and I'm just honored to serve you. And I'm so thrilled that APA is formally recognizing Psychology Week this year, And if you didn't have an opportunity to celebrate this year, just know that APA proclaims that it will be an annual celebration during the third week of April, so you can plan ahead in years to come. All right, so I will, I think I'll start with some of our current events or things that are kind of coming up soonish. So just want to let everyone know that division officer elections are currently in progress for president-elect secretary and council rep. The polls are open through exactly 11.59 p.m. Eastern on May 16th. And so you should have received an individualized link link to your ballot at the APA or the email address that APA um, has on file for you. And so if you think you should have received a ballot but you didn't receive one, contact the APA elections office. And so hopefully we'll get the results sometime in mid-May of those elections. And also stay tuned uh, for section officer elections that will be happening later on this spring. And if you're interested in some section officer positions, reach out to um, the leaders of your section chair officers to see what positions, if any, are open this year that you could potentially nominate yourself for. Um, Another announcement that I'm excited about is it's award season or coming up here soon. You know, every year we recognize our outstanding colleagues in Division 18 um, through our annual awards that are presented during the convention. We are currently accepting nominations through May 1st, and you can find out more about the awards and the award criteria on our Division 18 website. And Dr. Blue, Um, I'll send you a link to put into the show notes uh, to those award descriptions. Or you can check your inbox um, for emails from, you know, through the PubServe listserv Mm -hmm. uh, for announcements about those nominations and criteria and where to send your application package. And another deadline that's soon approaching is our APF uh, grant. So this is the first year that we are accepting applications to the Division 18 fund that we have with the American Psychological Foundation. The grant supports efforts in research and professional development that advance public service. And this year we're awarding $750 for graduate or ECP research and $750 for professional development to a division member of any career stage. 
June 1st is the deadline, and we'll also put a link in the show notes uh, so you can learn more about those grant opportunities. And then something else that's coming up that I'm excited about um, is I want to encourage you all to join us for another Division 18 town hall that's going to be focused on APA's advocacy initiatives that are relevant to public service psychology. This time our guest is Catherine McGuire. She's APA's Chief Advocacy Officer, and she'll be talking about mental health package in the works in Congress and Medicare reimbursement for trainees. This event is on Thursday, May 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern. I'll say that again, Thursday, May 12th at 2 p.m. Eastern. Um, it's been advertised over our PubServe listserv, and I'll be sending out some more reminders over the next few weeks. So check your email for the flyer and registration link. So those are the current and upcoming events happening. And um, I'll, I'll talk about some of our recent uh, past events. That's awesome. Unless you have any, and, you know, Dr. Blue, stop me if you have any questions or if I'm rattling on too much. No, and I, I just want to point out that I'm glad that you mentioned the psychology week. We just had a, an event and it went exceptionally well. And I want to commend you for being one of the, the, the facilitators of the event and also one of the organizers. It, it was awesome. Oh, thank you, Dr. Blue. And just for listeners who don't know, in the VA, of course, we've been celebrate, celebrating psychology recognition week. This is our fourth year doing it. Um, thanks to Dr. Pollock um, in our in central office for supporting us um, with this recognition event over the past few years. And um, so this year uh, we had another virtual event um, and it's um, organized honestly by David, Dr. David Toper from the Boston VA. And thanks to his grassroots efforts, you know, back in 2018 with trying to get a psychology recognition week, wow. um, we're, uh, we've moved forward now to, uh, I can't believe it's our fourth year celebrating it. Um, and then several other people on the planning committee. And anyway, it's, it's just, it's awesome to see so many people um, attend the event. Uh, we had also Dr. Evans and Dr. Worrell Mm -hmm. um, present for our VA psychology event today. Um, and then Dr. Blue, you also gave us a really beautiful mindfulness practice. Um, so thank you so much. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, it was, a, it was great. an enjoyable event. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. So thank you. Yeah. Um, that was like, that's been the highlight of my, I'm still on cloud nine. <laughs> I see that. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Oh, so recent past events in Division 18, because we've had a number of things going on. Um, so we've had um, some really awesome webinars and town halls. Um, so we had the one webinar that was focused on public student loan forgiveness programs. Mm -hmm. And we had Kenneth Polischek. Um, he's the Senior Director for Congressional and Federal Relations at APA. He presented on the public student loan forgiveness program and specifically what APA has been doing to advocate uh, for us to address the student loan crisis. And we also had a panel of four psychologists who fairly recently gotten their student loans forgiven. So just want to thank um, Monica Roy, Astria Gregg, Jessica Vasallo, and Kelly McCarran 
um, who were our panelists and sharing their success stories. Um, and it was really well attended and it's gotten so many more views. Um, we've re we recorded this uh, event as well as um, some of the other ones I'm gonna talk about. And we'll put those, um, they've been recorded and posted on our Division 18 YouTube channel. And so I'll make sure that there's a link um, also to our YouTube channel in the show notes in case you wanna go back and, and view any of these um, webinars and town halls. Um, but that was a really awesome one. And then we also had in uh, March, former APA president, Dr. Rosie Phillips Davis, give an excellent presentation on deep poverty and what we public service psychologists can do um, to, um, to help and gave us some really specific kind of action plans you know, that we could take. Sometimes it seems like such an overwhelming issue and you just don't know where to start and, you know, or it's a one person, you know. Um, so I just thought she delivered such a, um, a great presentation and just, I really like having some takeaways of some things I can personally do. Um, and then earlier this month in April, Dr. Vanessa Hintz was our guest presenter at our division town hall on APA's equity, diversity, and inclusion strategy and resources. And she's, uh, by the way, Dr. Hintz is the senior director of EDI engagement and outreach for APA. And I really appreciated her presentation because um, I've honestly, it's been very, uh, it, it has felt very vague or nebulous to kind of understand what APA's EDI strategy was. But I thought she explained it in such clear language that even I was, I was able to grasp. So okay. if you like some more information about it in a clear way, um, watch, watch that uh, recording. It's also on our YouTube channel. Absolutely. Um, and so, and hopefully we'll have all of these posted on our Division 18 website soon-ish um, as well. So. Um, so those are some of our recent um, past events, and they've just gone so well. Um, some um, other things I wanted to share with you all as far as some Division 18 activities. Um, we have the work groups um, focused on recruitment and retention of public service psychologists. Uh, we've had a number of volunteers, so appreciative of people's passion for this topic and willingness to invest their time. Um, so we have uh, one work group focused on recruitment, one focused on retention, and those work groups are underway. Um, I also um, am very excited about our new diversity committee co-chairs um, work, um, Marie Mesador and Ines Campoverde. Um, they've just recently taken on the role and they're working to increase member engagement on the diversity committee and identify initiatives that align with our division's strategic priorities. Um, so they had their first meeting that they ran earlier this month and it meets bi-monthly. So the next committee meeting is scheduled on Friday, June 10th at 12 Eastern. So again, that's Friday, June 10th at 12 p.m. Eastern if you wanna mark your calendars. And I know they'll be sending out more information as the day approaches. I hope you can make time to attend. I'm also really excited about their upcoming collaboration with the VA section. So on April 26th at 3 p.m. Eastern, 
they're co-sponsoring a webinar titled Working Towards Mental Health Equity, the Imperative Role of Cultural Humility. Um, this will be a CE webinar and, um, and of course free for Division 18 members. So check your email and uh, for program details and for the registration information. And something else that's underway that's also exciting is our criminal justice section is initiating a task force to create recommendations for training correctional psychologists. So I think they're just starting to identify their co-chairs for the task force and members um, to serve on it. Um, so stay tuned if this is something of interest to you, you could reach out to the criminal justice section or stay tuned for any um, email announcements uh, too. So those are some exciting things that are underway um, also in our division. Let me take a breath here or pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what, what this tells me is that there's a lot going on in division 18. Yes. And I think, <laughs> and, and this isn't even including some other things that I know our individual sections and other committees are working on. So, um, and, uh, so this is just kind of just a few highlights. I will say, um, in addition to you know, some of the collaborations that the sections are doing with each other and also with the, um, with the committees, Division 18 has been collaborating with some other divisions and some of our other uh, kind of sister professional organizations. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that really helps us you know, um, grow those connections and even have a bigger impact. Um, so one of the things that has, um, I think, public, maybe we published, so we published a joint position statement uh, with divisions 19 and 44, I think about a month ago. So division 44 is the Society for Psychology of Sexual Orientation and Gender Diversity. Mm -hmm. Division 19 is Society uh, for Military Psychology. And uh, for those who maybe don't work in the VA setting, you may not know this, but the VA recently included the option for veterans to identify as non-binary on their VA medical records. And so divisions 18, 19, and 44 came together to write a joint statement where we applauded the VA um, in their move to add non-binary gender option on medical records. And so as the statement reads, it's hoped that by that recognizing non-binary identities on medical records will both increase access to appropriate medical care for non-binary veterans and lead to increased awareness of and reduced stigma towards non-binary veterans and those with other marginalized gender identities. So that was, um, I think, an important um, you know, statement to put forth. And then also Division 55, um, this is the Society for Prescribing Psychology. So they're working on applying for clinical psychopharmacology um, uh, or specialty board in ABAP for clinical psychopharmacology. And their initial application um, was, uh, was met with, our, um, or the board asked them to come back to them with more information as far as kind of uh, psychologist interest or demand for this um, specialty. And so Division 55 asked Division 18 for some help in gathering that information. So over the past couple of weeks, I've sent out some 
um, emails with a link to a survey asking our members um, just to give their input. So I just want to thank you all, those of you who took the time to complete the brief survey. And so hopefully it can be helpful to Division 55 as they pursue um, that specialty um, uh, board. And then also I know our VA section colleagues are looking forward to an upcoming VA psychology conference that they co-sponsor every year with APA and their sister organization, the Association of VA Psychologist Leaders. This conference is gonna be in person uh, for the first time uh, since the pandemic um, in San Antonio, and it'll be May 31st through June 3rd. So I'm hoping that those of you who can attend can um, unfortunately, I'm going to miss, due to a scheduling conflict, as Dr. Blue and some other folks know, my babies do that same week, so I won't be able to be in attendance. I'll have other priorities, um, but still exciting priorities. Um, and I, I guess that kind of brings me to one of my last things I wanted to mention. You know, one of my um, presidential goals this year is just um, raising our visibility in APA. And I think some of these collaborations with our, you know, other fellow divisions has been really important in doing that. Um, also, um, we've been doing this through meetings with various APA program offices, identifying liaisons to create stronger connections or ongoing connections with those different program offices collaborating on webinars and town halls with APA leaders, like with Dr. Hintz and then Catherine McGuire coming up, mm -hmm. um, providing input on legislation and other proposals. And, um, and, and um, here um, coming up, and I don't have full details, but some of our members are working on a piece for the monitor on psychology regarding the criminalization of mental illness. So that's just another way of helping to get the word out about issues that are important to us. So I really hope that our division can keep up that momentum and in years to come and have a stronger voice in APA. We have a wealth of expertise in our division and my hope is that we can you know, build and maintain these really good relationships with APA leaders um, so that we have a mutually beneficial relationship. So they come to us and you know, when they need help and we can come to them when we need help. Um, so I think with that, I think those are all the things on my mind, uh, to share with you all. Um, yeah, I need, so I kind of breeze through all that. Any, <laughs> any questions, Dr. Bloom? No, thank you for those updates. And I'm so happy that we get to have, we got to have some breaking news here on our podcast about your baby's due date. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so far. So, so I've got a C-section scheduled on June 2nd, but who knows, she might come sooner than that, but <laughs> June, at least I know I have a, a deadline of June 2nd. Yes. And so, you. yeah, APA might be interesting this year. Got to figure <laughs> out how to navigate the convention with a newborn, whether in person or virtual. I don't know. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> it's nice though. It's, it's, it's a good opportunity for, for us all to talk about um, and see in real time what we're dealing with as parents and in our lives and mm -hmm. as a whole. We're psychologists, we're parents, we've got we're community members, so many different roles that we play. 
So thank you. In addition to our paid jobs, you know, we've got so much going on. And that, and again, that just, that's just why I'm just so impressed by, by our members, you know, who have so much going on in their work lives and maybe they've got, you know, significant family responsibilities. Um, Some of our members even have private, you know, part-time practices. Maybe they're in in writing chapters and reading. I just, I don't know. I'm just um, so impressed. And yet they still devote their time to different division activities or attending our webinars or, you know, and I just, I am just so appreciative for all the support and everybody, you know, lending their hands to help support our mission. Um, It's just, it's incredible. Just, I don't know, very fortunate to be amongst this group. That's wonderful. Well, thank you again. And thank you listeners for listening to us on today's episode of Public Service Psychology Now. Until next time, I'm your host, Dr. Tanisha Blue. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye.